Hey everybody, it's Enrique here, and this is one of my favorite episodes. Enjoy. Podcast, be somebody billions. My name is Amadeo. My name is Enrique. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta change up the intro, man. I'm starting to get tired of the intro. Bro, you've been tired of the intro since the very first episode. Bro. <laughs> you gotta mix it up. You've never taken it seriously. Well, one episode. This we got... intro. No, this intro. Why? Why do we have to change it? We gotta start one episode going. Ah. <laughs> Be somebody! Have like an extreme intro and jump out of a helicopter and shit. Like, <laughs> come down out of the city. Parachute into our little studio. Be somebody, Billy! It's like across the sky, bro. Ooh, that'd be sick. That'd yeah, be fucking hard. Write that down, write that down. Got it down, got it all down over here. Welcome to another episode of the Be Somebody podcast. We are back. Be Somebody boys are back. Stop saying be somebody boys. <laughs> I don't want to coin be somebody boys. This sounds so no. <laughs> be somebody boys. No, no, no. It was funny the first time. I'm will putting it. a stop to it right now. <laughs> I'm sick of it. It was funny the first time, I will admit. And now it's starting to kind of lose its flavor. Uh, So, dude, check out our outfits right now. Because, like, so you're wearing the black top and the colored pants. I'm wearing the colored top and the black pants. So we're kind of like an X, you know? Shout out, shout out the boy. Yeah, shout out Frank Ocean one more time real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Always at it with the Blonded merch. Um, You know, free advertising for him. I've got my own merch at the moment. This is like the brightest shirt I've ever worn in my life. And Is that still available to, to purchase? This is still available to purchase. And guess what? I've decided actually as of today, I will never be making these again. Really? Nope. Why? So Why? once these are sold out, boom. Why? And so after this, it will only be new designs on new colors. And if I do bring back the color, it's going to be a completely different design. Yeah. It might, it might also be even a different color of ink. So just remixing it, bro. I'm trying to create some exclusivity, some scarcity, some rarity. Yeah. So if you buy this, it's a special piece. It's the beginning and there will never be another quite like this one. What's the name of that like piece? So this is from, this is called the Concepts series. Like this mm-hmm. entire like series of t-shirts that I produce. And they were um, screen printed t-shirts. And these blanks are heavier and of higher quality than the blanks for the collection that just came out. Yeah. And you have some of these. Yeah, I do. Um, these are 100% cotton and imported from Portugal. Ooh, Portugal. And not to... Not to brag or anything. I do want to kind of brag, though. (laughs) (laughs) These specific blank t-shirts, the factory in which they're made or, like, the area in which these are produced, certain designer brands use these blanks. Really? Yep. However, they are charging 10 times as much as I'm charging. Wow. Of course, because I don't carry the same, you know, heavyweight force behind, you know, classic designer brands. Yeah. One day, though. Yeah, these are nice t-shirts. They feel the nice. I've never had a t-shirt this nice before. And it did not, you know, it didn't bust my wallet in half. or. Yeah, this feels more like a... Had to take out a loan for it. Like a... What's that one brand that everyone... Like Gildan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this feels like a Gildan t-shirt, the one I'm wearing. It probably is. <laughs> but, you know, no shade to anybody that does this. These are... These are a little bit difficult. So to have had this series of t-shirts produced was a commitment. Yeah. And it was expensive. And uh, I do only want to be able to do that sometimes. Right. You know, special drops, occasions. Not just like always have it out there. So, you know, with every day that passes and the more I learn about managing a business and... A creative business specifically and trying to like morph it over time you know figuring things out so big plans and we'll see something big is coming <laughs> something big is happening 
something big <laughs> is coming. <laughs> Motherfucker says that shit for like 10 months and then just like nothing, nothing ever happens. It never comes. I don't know. And I've, I felt like I've done that before. No, no, I haven't done that. But I don't want to do that. I don't want to like build up expectations, bro. I just want to just like get shit done for myself. I feel that. I think um, we were already talking about this last night, but I think I'm in a similar situation where I'm like creating something i hate using that word to create i'm just working on on some stories right now and i don't know just like this idea of like we we're talking about well i was mostly talking about it of like imposter syndrome mm-hmm. i feel like i've been having a lot of that lately where it's like am i a quote-unquote like writer am i quote-unquote a director because we we do i mean i wouldn't say it's like a formal like shoot that we did last weekend but we shot like a little short film you know, mm-hmm. it was more for fun, but like this idea of like imposter syndrome and what I'm doing, is it good enough? Is it, you know, the best I can perform? Is it, are other people going to like it? Even though you shouldn't make something for other people to like, like, but no. you know, it's, I don't know. There's still a certain aspect of ego there. Not necessarily ego, just like, you know, getting validated for like what you make. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think I've been balancing with that. I don't think there's an exact answer nor will i ever find one nor do i think that finding that validation from someone else i should use that to make that go away you know i think it's more of a do you want to be finding an answer is that what you're looking for like do you see a way what's the way out of this i don't know is there a way out of this i don't think there is a way out of it do you think it just kind of like mutes into the background not mute but just fades away and it's not as loud anymore not as pestering i think so i think i think it becomes more it's like a stage i think it becomes an idea it's an idea and it's you're writing it and you're developing this story and it's like is someone gonna care about this you know yeah but then yeah it's funny that you bring that up because that has been the kind of like the scourge of my creativity especially like over the last five years honestly it's been kind of a kind of an ongoing trend i really would like it to go away but it just kind of hasn't and it's uh what's the point Right. why why does this have to be told why does this have to be made well i was uh, how do you feel about that i was question? listening to um to the holly i think it was a hollywood reporter they do like these things called the round tables where they like talk to directors actors showrunners about certain things but anyways mm-hmm. in one of them they were talking about a writer should always ask you know your piece is done and ready when you're able to answer these three questions which is why am I writing this? Why should this story be told? And why should this story be told right now? And those and, are the questions that have held me back. Right. So you don't, you don't feel like you can answer those? No, I don't. So well, then that means why, your, your story and idea isn't ready yet. Why am off I... Of, according off of like their logic. Why know? am I telling the story? It's an idea that I like and I want to build it up. Why no, does no, 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 but not even that. Like why you specifically, why are you the person to tell it? I don't what know. do I bring to this? that no one else can bring like why am i making this i just feel as though i've developed a unique voice and i want to but not even even about generally you (laughs) as a writer in terms of you to this story specifically you know if it's a story about um i don't know a middle school uh kid doing a heist at an arcade why do you like that's something i wrote by the way which is why i like thought back to it Okay. Um, like, why do you think you are the person that should tell the story? I could have either lived through that story. I've had a vivid imagination about that story. I've like, I right, right. details. No, 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 but I'm asking. No, but it's I'm something saying, I really want to tell. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I think you're saying the right things, but I'm saying in general. that's what I mean by it when I say, why should you tell it? Not, oh, because I'm a writer, you know? But then the other two questions, why does this have to be told right now? Yeah. And why are you the one to tell it? Is that what, you, is that what the other yeah. two? Honestly, I think, I think I'm messing up the one that's, I know for sure one of them was, why should this story be told right now? Yeah, Like, our why? present time, like, why does it correlate? Okay, like, are you trying to, like, say something grand about society? No, it's just like, <laughs> no, 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 it's not. <laughs> it's more of a, of a, why should this be told in, like, right specifically now? Like, for example, like, if you're pitching it to someone that you're trying to get someone to watch it or give you money to make it or, you know, just you know, convince someone to work on it with you. It's okay. Why are you making this story now? You know? Mm-hmm. And then it's more of like, Oh, I went through this. 
in my life and this or because of current events in the world i i feel like this reflects this or that you know and it's relevant yeah it's interesting it's uh okay it goes with the time but i don't know how to answer that question because like for example let's go back to writing a book writing a book takes years yeah what if it's relevant when you start it and what if it's kind of irrelevant when you finish it but that but are you are you seeking are you seeking like lifelong but, themes no, 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 or in the moment i think like lifelong themes i think it's more of like why like how does this correlate with our present times you know that it's important to, for people to see it or, or in your case read it now mm-hmm. hmm. like the contemporary zygos zygeist <laughs> um it's those questions that are difficult to answer that is i i feel like i am but, but that's I'm the, burdened of like overburdened by those questions but that's the thing though their whole point was that whenever you feel that something you're working on is complete and done is when you can answer those three questions what if you can't even start because you're thinking about those questions what do you mean by like start this like i can't even i can't even sit down and write anything because i'm thinking about those questions well, you're writing the wrong. So you're writing for the wrong reason, then, in my eyes, or you're or you're writing the wrong story. Revelation, <laughs> revelations have been made. Revelation, what's today's date? Two, two, two twenty, two twenty twenty two. Is it really two twenty? <laughs> oh my god! February. Jesus. Oh my gosh! That's two months in already. Of Almost the year. end of the new year. The, uh, the second month of the new year. Oh my god. Uh, looking I need to do stuff. It's almost the twenty second second month of the twenty second year. Two 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 two. It's gonna be a fun Not day. Two it's, gonna be, it's gonna be a fun day. It'll be a fun day for sure. But it's just I guess maybe I am writing for the wrong reasons. Yeah. But I don't even know. It's just I feel like like why is it why does this matter right now? Why does anyone why would anyone Well care? most importantly I I think you need to Do I even I, care? Right that's what I was gonna say. Most importantly I think you need to ask yourself like, why do I care about this story? Why do I think the story should be told? Mm-hmm. And if there's not something... Because writing's hard. Making anything creatively, whether it's a book or even a painting or anything, it's hard because it's very much... It's 100% you creating it. Yeah. And it's like keeping yourself in the right mental space of keep pushing, pushing through the roadblocks, through the stops and all that. That's right. So it's more, most importantly, like, you have to have a personal connection to not necessarily a personal connection, just you have to have a reason to care of of wanting this to be told. And if you well, it can, starts with that for sure. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't have that, then you're you're not you're not gonna finish it. You know? Hmm. hmm. Because I we were at a bookstore today. Oh, yeah. And I casually mentioned to you, by this time right now, how old I am right now, I pictured myself on the shelves of bookstores. When I was writing my novel in high school, 16, 17, 18. Yeah, when I'm 24, 25, I'll probably have my book out. Yeah. I'll probably be, like, going on tours and shit. (laughs) I had big, ambitious visions for myself, bro. Mm -hmm. And I thought that they were going to come true. And then the very moment, the very moment I found even just a little resistance, I gave up. Because I thought... I guess it just wasn't that good to begin with. So why should I keep going? And this is a very difficult thing for me in my life. I feel like this this, uh, this line of thinking traces all the way back to some of my earliest years being alive and experiencing things. It's just like, if I'm not a success immediately, then I am a failure. And I am not worthy of this and i should stop and i should move on to something else before i continue to make a fool of myself right i don't know why i think that it's been the greatest most detrimental thing to like my sanity to my happiness to my health in general both emotional and physical as well because it's i've done that with like exercise as well yeah. when i finally like got off my ass i was like yeah we're gonna work out we're gonna do it 30 days done 40 days done i look in the mirror i don't look all that different i feel different i well i look a little I different those, i feel those are two different things though like it was but it, uh, this yeah. what, this what i'm saying right now is yeah. just like if i'm not popping 
if I like do all this work and nothing comes out of it, it's like, why did I even bother? Right. I don't want to try again. Right. Or I should just give up. Mm-hmm. And I feel that way sometimes with acting when it's just like, I'm so new to this shit. I'm barely getting started, barely getting off my feet and dipping my toe into auditioning and into thinking about being in the industry yeah. and putting myself out there, gaining more experience, feeling more natural, feeling more comfortable in front of a camera with a brand new script, with anything. I do that work and something may or may not come out of it. Most of the time, nothing comes out of it. But the fact that nothing comes out of it sometimes is like, shit, like, should I keep doing this? So do you feel like your issue is that, do you feel like you're you're not used to failing or it's that? I'm tired of failing. Right, but you keep saying like the moment you fail, you like stop making progress. So I don't want to do it. Because like, so, like the way my mind works, I get very excited very quickly. Mm-hmm. And right. then I want to go after something and then I do it. And then for whatever reason, it just didn't just like pan out the way I exactly the way I wanted it to. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. And then you're saying you quit. I either quit or I become extremely discouraged and I don't do it for a long time or I'm not as excited about it anymore. Well, so then it sounds like to me that you're, af- you're afraid of failing. I'm very afraid of failing. Right. But I, th- I think it's rooted in your, cause it, like, I, I don't know if what I'm going to say, Just say it. is, is going to help to what you're saying. <laughs> but I can say how I feel about it. I feel like you and I are very much like yin and yang where you <laughs> you are you are so motivated to do something and and picture this idea of success and, and if you don't hit it, then you fail. And it's like, damn. I feel like for me, I mean, I guess I have like these, these ideas of like quote unquote like success. But to me, it's like I never feel like I've made, I've been successful or, or done any progress about in things. You know, mm-hmm. I'm actually the opposite. Where like to me, it's just consistently just going at it. You know, it's like next step, next step, next. Yeah, step. like working, working, working at it until, because I don't feel like there's a plateau for me where like mm-hmm. I make it to the top. You know, and that's more of idea of like whether it's deeper issues of feeling like like there's never going to be something like good enough for me to like like make it no that's not what i'm trying to say say i I think i think what you're trying to say is like you you and i i have a results-based attitude you have a progress-based attitude right where it's just like you measure what you've done with like what you've done i measure what i've done with how it was received but but for me it's like i feel like there's never like what you're talking about progress-based mindset to me it's like there's never in my eyes an end point that's what I'm saying. Like, like you don't look I, at the results. I think there's you don't an, look at where the growth right, is. You right. just look at how how far you've come. What are you What are you doing? And yeah. what's next? Because right, there's always right, going right. to be something next. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that that's exactly what I was trying to say. Except I wasn't struggling there. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for saying that. But yeah, you just didn't care so, about what you were saying. But but I feel like I, but I feel like for me then the way I view it, I think is very much that I see. I see like failure and and setbacks as like a norm. And it's like part of the progress, you know, mm-hmm. where it feels like every day my, there might be failures and setbacks, yeah. you know? And it's just like, to me, that's just part of like the journey where it's just like, okay, another failure, another success. Yeah. I mean, another, not success, another setback. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like, okay, you just kind of keep going. And I don't think there's, there's like this idea of like satisfaction of, honestly, I feel like I get more satisfied when I like go to a coffee shop, put on my headphones and do like, oh, like six hours, seven hours of work, wow. whether it's working on the podcast, working on a short film, editing a short film or doing like, you know, working on whatever like professional film I'm working on, you know, mm-hmm. answering emails and all that. Then I do finishing a piece and showing it to someone, if that makes sense. Like I, I definitely get a sense of like filming when I show something finished to someone, yeah, yeah. but I'm always my hardest, my hardest critic where I'm like, Damn, I could have done more, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate, I should have done this or that, you know? Mm-hmm. I guess I enjoy more being in, in the gym than being on the beach. <laughs> that was horrible. That was horrible. That was horrible. <laughs> I was going to, th- dude, I was going to say this, like, I enjoy being in the gym more than 
standing in front of the mirror or something like that. Like, I thought... <laughs> I don't know that's what you're gonna say. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's just like I, what do you think contributed to that, to that attitude? How did you cultivate that? How did you start seeing things that way? Honestly, it's just like what, who, or what set that example? I think probably just like the. I mean, then we can. I don't know if we want to transition to this, but this idea of like, you know, coming from, you know, immigrant parents and like this idea of like always seeing them working and like always like hustling and them telling like growing up and them telling like yo you gotta work you know yeah, yeah, yeah. you gotta like make your way and just and just hustle you know mm-hmm. yeah the way that i see it and this is not the most positive way to see things and i do want to reframe it but noticing um you know i also come from immigrant parents parent and like in the conversations that you and I have had, you know, seeing like people struggle and work and just try to provide for themselves, for the families the very best they can, because that is their number one priority. And you being witness to that and always around it every day, the way that I think about it, I'm like, fuck, like I got, I got to work hard. Like I got to get them out of here. I got to save, save them from, from this, the yeah. trenches, the yeah. mud, whatever whatever mm-hmm. it might be. And I think like, fuck, like this didn't work out. Like, am I ever going to be able to help my family? Am I ever going to be able to do this? Am I ever going to be able to help, to help myself? And I think about those, like these, those questions are dark. If you ask me, I think it was a dark way of just like seeing shit and of living your life and of trying to like achieve results because you're hype. I'm hyper-focused on results. And instead of just like taking a step back, wow, look at all that you've done already. What's next? What is there more to do? There's so much more to do. Okay, let's start. Instead of just like, oh, I've already done this. Why am I not fucking, I don't know. Why don't I have these things? Why am I not doing this? Yeah. Why am I not like living life to my unrealistic expectations? Right. Instead of just seeing just like, dude, you've already done a lot of incredible shit for yourself. You've made things happen. You've, so, made, you've made people proud. So so you're saying is that you're very much more mindset of like results. And- That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like where you and I, I think you and I are very similar. But where you and I are different sometimes is in that attitude. I think in the, your work ethic. I think you, if I'm being truly, you know, bare bones honest. You have a bit stronger work ethic than I do. Damn. Now it's getting serious. You have a much stronger work ethic than I do. And I admire that. I look up to that. I'm inspired by it. But I've, I have beaten myself up over the past because mm-hmm. I've tried to work like you do, and I can't. Because I can't, I, I can't imagine sitting down in a coffee shop for six hours in a row and doing work. Well, th- and then not to sound cheesy, <laughs> even if I had but, six hours worth of work to but, do, but, but ju- just to like put like a, a thing onto that, like that's where I think it's also important. This is a whole other conversation, but doing things that you're passionate about and interested about, but even Cause, the cause... things that I'm passionate about, interested about, I get bored, bro. Mm-hmm. I get on un- uneasy. I get restless. I get tired. I don't want right. to go do something that doesn't require like any effort. I feel like there was one point in my life and sometimes I, I feel dangerously close to coming back to it where I was addicted to video games. Yeah. As much as I want to admit that I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And it was because I saw it as, and it's probably a very common way to see, see video games as it's an escapist pastime. I'm escaping shit. Yeah. I feel like, cool. I can just sit down and immerse myself into a world where things are happening all the time, all around me and I'm the focus, and you see results right away, and you see progress right away, and you're, you know, going up, and I feel like I don't have to, I don't have to live my life right now. I can be away from it, and live someone else's life, or pretend to be in another world, and then feeling all bummed out after, like, five hours, honestly, like, five hours worth of just doing it, just like, okay, back to reality. And I would feel both guilt at the fact that I already wasted so much time of the day out of the day, 
and sadness that I would have to go back to my life. I, I feel like I've, I've had so much situations that you mentioned, but I feel like for me, it's more of a mindset of feeling like using that sadness of like where I'm at now, but using it to like fuel, fuel it to want to, you know, work towards something and, you know, get out of this quote unquote, like you said, like uh, trenches, mm-hmm. you know, I think. And I don't know, maybe it's just like this idea of like, of like, you know, no one, I don't know, like no one owes you anything. And the only thing, the only thing that you can control is like yourself. No, mm-hmm. the only thing that you have a say of is like what you do every morning and what you do every night. Yep. And you can't control outside factors like, you know, getting a raise or, you know, or not, let me say it, let me change that getting the mindset of your boss to give you the raise or, you know, someone picking your, your novel for, for, you know, posting it, you know, and there's so many things you can't control, but what I can, what you can't control is what you do every day. Yeah. And what you decide to do every morning and you know, what actually you decide to do and what you say yes to, what you say no to who you have in your life, who you don't have in your life. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah, I think, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. But, but that's the thing about this whole podcast. It's like, this is how we feel right now, yep. you know? And it's, I mean, if we look back our, our episodes from before the pandemic, like a year, a year and a half ago now, like we thought dif- differently, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like very much like, we don't have the answers. This is just how nope. we feel, you know? Nope. I truly didn't know what the fuck I was going to do after graduating. Mm-hmm. After graduating. I had plans for an international trip. And I thought that like international trip was gonna save my life or some bullshit. I don't know. I wanted to go. I wanted to go to Europe. But that being said, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. And then I'll no, 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 no. Say it. Say it. No, I was gonna say I, I, cause I went on a international trip because I, I studied abroad in in Madrid in Spain, um, and that and I could truly say that sh- shifted my life in a different pers- like. I'm not gonna say like that trip changed my life. Whoa. <laughs> I went to Spain After studying and abroad, a okay. You know, I studied abroad and um <laughs> No, it just like it opened my eyes and my mindset to a different perspective of viewing the world by living alone in another country, you know, being away from you know where I grew up, being away from my parents, being away from my friends, being forced to you know fit into a society that I I was I wasn't I was a stranger to and make friends with people and travel and and literally like change cultural things about me because you know over there there's certain like cultural things that you do because it's spain and you know it's they they value this they don't value that you know and living in that and seeing how that is different compared to who i view myself as a person and yeah i don't know i i truly i do think there's something to the the idea of going you know I wouldn't necessarily say traveling, you know, I'm not going to say traveling is going to change your life, but putting yourself in different situations that get you out of your comfort zone because, you know, you grew up believing this or believing that, you know, and I've, and I've had conversations with, um, some people from Alaska, I'm not going to bring them up, but you know, they grew up in rural parts of Alaska where there's barely anyone, you know, there's not much of a, you know, community and, and then I'm like living here now and seeing how. That's different how that's developed them and, and changed their perspective of life, you know? Um, yeah, but continue what you were saying. But I do think there's there's something there. And I do no, think, truly, I do think everyone should experience it. But the thing is, I didn't know what to do after. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can go to Europe for a month and see Italy for the first time, see Spain, go around, like, live something different, feel something different, meet new people. And, like, just overall settle into a new life temporarily yeah. and then come back to it and then try to find another direction. But there you go. I was just like, what, what's, what's next? I thought, yeah, I want to be a graphic designer. Yeah. Maybe I'll be a, a marketer. Oh, I would love to eventually be an art director. Oh, all these just like these ideas in my head that I'm actually glad I didn't take any further. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And I think I thought that in the first place just because, like, 
I just I don't know. It's what well, I, it's what I knew. Like just just talking like recently, I, I can't I don't recall the exact conversations I had with people, but I remember like these bits bits and pieces where it's a conversations with a lot of older people that I know um, personally and in what I do for a living. They're in their thirties, forties, and you know I bring something up. Oh, I did this like last year, or oh, I'm upset this happened, and you know conversations with them arise about you know learning to do what you want to do and making mistakes and they all tell me similar things which i think is important to say and it's crazy to think like us being in this age and versus like being 15 or 18 the those ages where we feel we think that by this age we should be here but a lot of these people that are 30 and 40 keep saying like telling me in my age right now oh your 20s oh you're still figuring things out you know your whole 20s are meant like they keep telling me like you're giving yourself so much anxiety and so much weight on your shoulders when in your 20s you're supposed to figure it out mm-hmm. and then some people even say yeah in, this, in my 30s i still didn't really have it figured out you know but that's life you know you're just 40s 50s yeah and and yeah and it's okay if you don't have it figured out by your 30s or 40s you know in my eyes it's like as long as like if you don't have it quote unquote figured out of knowing what you want to do this or that by these ages i think it's okay as long as you're actively you know making pro- progress towards something whether it's you trying this out or trying this trying that out opposed to just sitting down and giving up and saying oh i'm not going to do this or that you know because mm-hmm. i definitely think it's much more of a greater thing to fail at something that you're passionate that you're at least attempting you know opposed to something failing at something because you never tried it or disliking something because you never chose you never did that job or took that opportunity but I think it's important to us to remember, and, and I know I know you have these very high mentality of, oh, I'm this age, I want to do this and that. <laughs> and, like, these stories, like, this this fascination with these ideas of, oh, uh, there's this 21-year-old billionaire, there's this 23-year-old, you know, CEO, so-and-so, you know, hearing these success stories. But, you know, those are very rare situations that, yeah. you know... You know, I, I like I mentioned other stories I mentioned of things I've done. Life is such a has a weird way of a mixture of luck, a mixture of opportunity, and a mixture of like your own you know work ethic that gets you stuff. In my experience, at least, so that could have happened for them. But you know, as of now, like we're still I don't want to use this idea of we're still young, but you know, I think you have to remove this idea of making yourself think that you have to you know be here by this point or be here yeah. by that point yeah. because who's to say that like no one told you that no you're telling yourself that exactly no yeah. one's ever told me that yeah i just like thought nor does sh- anyone expect you it's like damn like that. i want to i want to be a published author by 25 oh i want to be i want to be a full-time actor by 26 i don't know whatever the fuck i just think- like why 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 is that it's so it's so arbitrary yeah, I think it's you should the, change that mentality to I want to work to be a publishing art author at twenty three. Yeah, I want to work to be an art director at. I mean, even removing the the ages, I want to work to be a, an art a writer. I want to work to be a director. Cool. And then when it happens, to, it happens. Yeah. So why is it? I just feel like I've been. But but the other thing is like you also have to realize I want to work at being a better person. I mm-hmm. want to work at you know making self progression of who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. I want to work on my friendships. I want to work on my family fr- relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think you're so sure that hard. Actually matters. I think I think going back when you're 18, <laughs> if we if we want to talk about progress and goals and progression, I remember going back to 18 when you thought these things, and to now 23, right? You're 23. Yeah, so I'm like you, you as an 18 year old. By the way, Amadeo and I have known each other since we've talked about this since we were 12. But you were 12, I was 11. Yeah. Yeah. You. Uh, you <laughs> You as an eighteen year old versus now as a twenty three year old. Half our lives. You're you're a completely different person. That's right. The amount of progress you've made as a person is is insane, and we've talked about this in other episodes where, you know, I remember you used to be so timid and afraid to try anything, and you had so much discourage and not confidence to want to, you know, like I mentioned, try something or make progress towards any goal, you know. Yeah. And I think you have to stop and realize where you've come from, opposed to you know, I'll, whatever I have discouraging yourself because you're not where you want to be. Like, look at what you've done. Mm-hmm. And, and, but 
I'm just like going off on tangent now, but this it's not bad. even about like these like quote unquote. I think you're you have a your mindset's telling you that success is based off of like these milestones in your career when you should acknowledge milestones within your personal life and your development as a person. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. I think it's even more important. I would say. Yeah, and truly, I think it's a beautiful way to put it because I just feel like I've had these uh like these these goals that are anchored yeah deeply to age i feel like i'm obsessed with the youthful savant or like the prodigy or the fucking whatever instead of just like the human be a goddamn human yeah get it done do something just do it because it just now grow work be somebody be somebody <laughs> <laughs> instead of just like fucking being or, obsessed or with... at least i mean like remove the idea of being somebody meaning like reach a goal but like you know be somebody of pursue you know your gut and following what you want to do and that's right you know not hearing the nose but hearing your own voice telling you it's just yes. like maintaining a collection of positive and you know, uh, substantial traits, right? You know, they are, they are there. They have depth. They don't are rarely material. Yeah. In fact, never material because the fuck. <laughs> yeah. But, but I think it's important <laughs> to like highlight what we talk that, about. That's, that's certainly not the most articulate way to put it, but yeah. you know, it doesn't matter. Like I, right. No, people, no, no. People but, know what I'm saying. But what I, what I do want to mention, I think it's important to what we're saying because I feel like our whole quote unquote brand of and like you know stuff we post on social media and all that and the highlights of like wow we did this we did that <laughs> whoa we're doing this i'm working on that you know and this you know idea we're pushing which is you know be somebody do this and that which is very much like i'm a for but i think it's important to also acknowledge and 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 talk about a lot is like you know i mean i'm not gonna give a percentage but most of the time there's that's inner conflict between you like each all of us where it's like you know you're struggling and it's kind of you know not every day you're quote unquote with the hoodie on you know in the gym grinding like there's a lot of setbacks and a lot of it's hard you know it's it's you know but but this is what in my eyes like this whole community like i think we're trying to build which is you know all of us sharing that it's okay to fail it's okay to not do you know got get that promotion it's like it's it's okay then not be okay yeah. as long as we're pursuing what we want to do you know yeah. Yeah. and and encourage one another because you know i mean going back to the whole immigrant mindset like to me i like to think like of this podcast as being you know coming where i'm at like now in life i, I think there's a been a lot of times people that i've like grew up with kind of reach out to me for advice whether it's how'd you get through school like how'd you work two jobs and do grad school like you know, how would you grind up to be in the industry and all that? And I think, you know, and I love giving advice because I love, like, helping out, you know, especially shouting out, like, the immigrant family, like, you know, people that, like me, didn't have resources growing up. And I very much see this as a resource towards everyone of being that, you know, older, not, I want to say bigger brother or bigger sister, but, you know, that 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 voice that you need to hear, it, like, that's telling you, yeah, you can do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And you know talking reflecting on our guest episode with eric berrigan we can like highlight it right here or something you know he very much talks about you know in alaska when he grew up he wasn't around nobody that encouraged him to pursue what he wanted to do and pursue his creative side and i i hope that we can be that voice to everyone whether it's someone listening in idaho or someone listening in venezuela and you know south america like yo like hell yeah like you're not around anyone but do what you want to do write that graphic novel or you know go outside and you can become a gymnast you know i don't know what you know open up your wood wood making shop like yeah that's dope (laughs) yeah i think for me be somebody always been like an incomplete sentence an incomplete statement that's hard (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't stop like that's not a full stop at the end of somebody and my mom has told me in the past that she's not the she's not the biggest fan of our name of the name of the podcast she's like everyone's already somebody like what do you mean like oh if i listen to your podcast like all of a sudden i'm fucking somebody now i'm a nobody is that what you're trying to say no 
and even from like the very beginning we try to say that as well it's just like we don't want this name to be a potential controversy it's to me it's always felt incomplete like there's more to it at the end of the two words and like yeah we kind of brand ourselves as two words to change your life because it starts like there like that for me be someone that you're proud of be somebody dedicated ethical moral supportive courageous and brave bro yeah i think brave i think bravery is probably the biggest thing that that i could see be somebody because it's hard like you know like thinking back to like when i was like in middle school or like even younger like it's hard like standing up and telling people oh i want to be a singer i want to be not that i was saying that but you know like these like things where you're putting yourself out there so much you know i want to be a an actor you know like i want to do theater you know a lot of you know i want to do all these things a dancer and a lot of people are so quick to like shame you and like you know it's not cool and this and that you know and it's kind of you know there's a big sense of bravery so yeah i definitely want want to be a contributing factor for someone else's journey of of following their their dreams so you can fucking do it who cares who cares if they're people are trying things every single day why can't you be a part of that why do you have to know don't even bother because you're not going to do it. How do you know that? Right. And we we hear this when it comes to like things where you require a lot of that luck that you were talking about. Being the right person in the right place at the right time. I feel like when we look up to these superstar career paths or even just like things that require an intense level of ability, you know, professional athlete, um, anything really. And it's just, uh, I've heard it a lot before, you know. Oh, you know that's really hard to do, right? <laughs> okay, you're not going to do that. Yeah. You can try, but whatever. Why does it have to be the conversation every single time? Why does that have to be the response? What does it cost to encourage people? Nothing. Why? And also, this is like, a, you know, like a little bit of a... like another flavor in that same banquet of like (laughs) of conversation is just like if you are a confident person if you are a brave person if you are someone that is doing it for yourself and other people are trying to make you feel as though like why do you walk around here acting like you're bigger than everybody better than everybody and you know deep down that you are not doing that that you are not trying to put other people down that you've worked hard to be where you are and you're pushing at it you are not the reason for other people feeling bad about themselves in some ways. Yeah. Well, it, that really depends. That's uh, that's too much of a blanket statement. But I think you know what I'm trying to say. Right. <laughs> it's just um, we've promoting a network of enthusiasm. It's in the mission. And that's, hell yeah, tell me about what you're doing. That sounds really cool keep doing it and then when you have something put it out there damn that's hard (laughs) 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 oh that's so funny man i we were talking about this today i feel like we say a lot of like like funny slang like as a joke because one Mm -hmm. of our friends says it a lot yes my my vocabulary in the last like year year and a half almost two years has been deeply affected by a particular individual that we were close to but i love him for that but but i feel like it's more like we say to one another as a joke like that's hard you know like like as a joke but then actually we say so much jokingly that it's it's becoming like we actually are saying it now Mm. and then i i hear i catch myself saying it and i'm like why do they just say that What's wrong with saying it? No, there's nothing <laughs> like wrong with saying it. It's like you're in a business meeting. You're, like, you're, you're out here like hella talking about the, the heart and the soul, and I'm just like, that's hard. <laughs> that's, like, that's the new damn, that's crazy. Huh? <laughs> damn, that's crazy. Shit, bro. Cool, man. That's hard, bro. Anyway. <laughs> damn. Um, but yeah, what's it? Yeah, it's just, I don't mind. Yeah, I think it's no, just our it's our way of expressing ourselves, and 
I think other people can relate to that. And in fact, if you're asking me, it makes us easier to talk to. Because if I was preaching to everyone as if like I was trying my very hardest to sound intellectual and like, the, <laughs> like the, I'm the opposite of that. You saw me struggling earlier. If I'm gonna be a fucking monk or a brainiac, no. Right. To me, whenever I hear that shit, I just like it annoys me. It's obnoxious, and I know they don't intend to be that way. Sometimes, I'm not gonna call it a specific example, but it's just why does it have to be as complicated as it is sometimes? Right. And so. There's nothing wrong with being articulate. There's nothing wrong with being eloquent. In fact, I think that is that is an important quality to have, but it's not like fully essential. I think what really matters is what someone is saying, not exactly how they are saying it. Yeah. Because why do we have to make speech some kind of, you know, impenetrable fog? That's a, that's a completely different topic. I don't even want to talk about that. But... That's hard. <laughs> I don't know. Every every single day, I'm trying to think about the process. We talked. We've talked about the process so much. In fact, everyone talks about the process because we literally have an episode called "The Process." That as well. The professional. We never made the professional part two. You remember the professional? We should totally make the professional part two. Like, like in another year. You know, like four years apart. Just professional part one, professional part two. <laughs> It's like where's part one? You gotta scroll all the way down to like the first, the first few episodes. Yeah, we go back to my my apartment when I was in in college, sit on the floor, do professional part two. Oh God, don't even get me started on that, dude. I'm so thankful for this couch, bro. Speaking of couches, <laughs> this couch is so nice. It's so lopsided. Look at it. Look at it's it. all right. So it gives a character. Damn. And yeah, just feeling, feeling uh. Like, yes, there is hope that I can change the way I feel and think about what I do. And. But I don't even use the word change. I use, I use the word, like, I can move, move on or move into. Because I, I feel like change is making it seem like it's a bad thing. Like, it's more about, like, the progress, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, it's a full circle moment, you know? Opposed to removing it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because I think it's important. I mean, you're going through that for a reason to teach you something and learn from it. That's right. And you, you wouldn't know about all that unless you did it, you yeah. know? And that's life. Learning, finding opportunities to learn, applying those lessons yeah. and in any way that is appropriate and just kind of just like and keeping it going. And um, it's been... It's been an incredible journey, dude. Because, I mean, you talk about that, just, like, going back to thinking, uh, when I was 18, I did not realize that I was going through everything like that. In fact, um, I wrote somewhat like a memoir. Not really a memoir, because it was, like, a fucking paragraph. (laughs) Right. But kind of to myself. It was almost a letter to myself. And thinking about, like, we've, we've talked about peaking. The peak. Peaking, peaking in high school, peaking in college. You peaked peaking, in high school? Peaking what? And then taking that further and be like, no, you can peak every single day. And in that letter to myself somewhat, I was, I was reflecting on being a freshman, being a sophomore, being a junior, and then finally a senior. And my senior year, having that full circle moment, going back to the dorm where I would go and pay for a not paid but i would go and get a guest parking pass get ticketed for uh, not having the parking pass and living there and not having my own space and just like feeling feeling different feeling uncomfortable feeling as though i didn't exactly know what i was doing where i belonged and being a senior still not knowing exactly where i'm going where i belong but feeling better about myself and ending up at that same dorm again but under new circumstances and just like how that changes and how I have become more confident and more willing to take a chance and to make something happen for myself and to look people in the eye and to just like say who I am, be who I am, think about who I am and continuing 
continuing to be. <laughs> That's about the best I can do. That's hard. <laughs> no, I was literally going off of a thought, a train that you were saying, and then you, you then sent the whole dorm thing, and then I, I remembered that, and then I lost what I was going to say, and I'm so upset now. In the dorm full circle. Oh, I was going to talk about, you know what I've been doing lately that my friend put me on? <laughs> he put me on. <laughs> Let me put you on. <laughs> Let me put you on. <laughs> that's all, for those of you that maybe missed an episode, that's our new segment where we put you on something. Are we going there right away? Oh, we can just say and then come and then continue the conversation. Oh yeah. Well, anyways, let me put let you me on. Put you on. <laughs> let me put you on. <laughs> anyways, let me put you on. On. Uh, he suggested doing. I mean, journaling, like big, ex- you know, experiences related to what I'm trying to do. Whether it's every time I, you know, direct a short film or, you know, finish writing something, reflecting on that and how I grew, what I learned, putting general thoughts about it, or a big meeting, or this or that. But most importantly, which which I kind of started doing is uh, not I wouldn't call it vlogging, but just, you know, hitting record on a camera and sitting in front of it and just, you know, talking to yourself. So what you're saying and is you're having a podcast without me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just called B. <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> B. B. B with Enrique. No, but it's more like for your own personal like vault where yeah you hit record you talk about oh i'm here right now mentally this is the date i have this going on in my life you know i'm worried about this i'm worried about that you know just kind of like a video log and then hitting stop on the button and not, not even watching it just, just adding it to issue. a file and some hard drive and coming you know whenever you feel like you're ready to come back to it whether it's in six months pertaining maybe you talk about i don't know like something that you went through and you, you know, in six months, you'll be better. So I'm going to look at it in six months or a year or two years or five or 10 years. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm just like excited to go back to it in the future and be like, wow, I can't believe I was hung up on this. I hung up on that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds, so, that sounds like a powerful habit. Like I've heard things about journaling, journaling. Yeah. Let me put you on to journaling. And mm-hmm. you know, like what if someone finds it? <sighs> yeah this is deeper insight into me baby (laughs) or like or like other like big moments where you want to you know record that not for like the sake of showing it to anyone but just like for your own personal self or yeah yeah. someone you care about and i'm not going to say too much about this because i don't it's very like low-key right now but someone that i'm close with is actually expecting to expect something (laughs) okay and they haven't told anyone but you know i recorded them telling me and i i asked them a few questions like you know what do you want to tell yourself in 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 one year when it's you know over or what do you want to tell yourself in five years you know or 10 years Mm -hmm. and that person answered it and i kind of saved it for a moment of like us to have you know in the future that's nice um yeah, and again, you know, don't even don't even look at the footage. Just right away, just save it for later, yeah. for the future. So when can you do that with me, <laughs> bro? This whole podcast is that. In a sense, this whole podcast is I know. is that. Yeah, literally, my I'm just uh, Kanye West just came out with a documentary about like him coming up, and then you mean like, Yay, <laughs> Yay, formerly known as Kanye West, um, and uh, one of my family members messaged me like, "You should make a vlog, so whatever." you make it in they're like a big supporter of like me and following what i want to do like whenever you make it so you can like look back and you can make it and i was like well i feel like this podcast is that mm-hmm. to me this podcast is our um what is it our time capsule G- genius genius Gen- genius genius part one this is this is a it. genius moment yeah you know the first act the struggle i've heard of it <laughs> the three stages of a real one <laughs> The struggle, the grind, and the rise. <laughs> and the first time I saw that, it was like the, it was a pictures of of Squidward. <laughs> Shout out Squidward. Shout out Squidward real quick. So the first, yeah, the struggle was just like Squidward, his normal self. Yeah. The grind was Squidward when he was like a little bit more handsome, <laughs> and the rise was like when he was fucking beautiful. <laughs> And I thought, like, okay, you know, when you finally made it, 
that's what mattered in the end. Yeah. But I just thought it was I just thought it was fucking funny because I mean the struggle does feel like I was having this rumination the other day, bro. I was like on the edge of my bed. Do you ever do this? Do you ever just like sit on the edge of your bed? You're just fucking staring. At uh, like just the, anything. The roof like or? you're not no, you're not even you just like look blankly at something. Mm-hmm. And you're not you are not like look actually looking at that thing. You just happen to be your head is turned in that direction. Yeah. And you're thinking of something completely different. And then you just get up all of a sudden. <laughs> I can't relate to that. I'm sorry. Okay, well, hopefully someone does. And it's just like, I was thinking about it. I was like, fuck, man. Like, I'm in the struggle right now. Keep going. Keep going. I, I get like that whenever I drive. I do that a lot when I drive. And I do it specifically in the end of the day, whether it's after work or after the gym. I'm like coming back home and I'm like, damn, I need to, I need to get home and put on some headphones and just work. Mm-hmm. And just you know, put in the hours. <laughs> put in the work, put in the hours. <laughs> the Rock Johnson. <laughs> okay, just to break this we're up just, again. We're just one big doing the Rock Johnson meme of put in the work, put in the hours. Anyways, uh, but Those yeah, I don't know. Words. I, I get very much of like, there is a day, there goes a day of my life and I'm still in, you know, I just gotta. Uh, it's because you, you bought that creepy poster that was like, oh, like here's how old you oh, are. Oh yeah. Here's how much time you have, have left on average. Yeah. I was like, bro, can you take that down? Like, can we, do we have to look at this every day? It's kind of depressing, honestly. I have this poster, right? It's it like it's right next to my bed, and it says, "Your life in weeks." And there's tons of squares, and every square represents one week of your life, mm-hmm. and they're highlighted up to my twenty fourth birthday. And and then I have one red square like all the way in the bottom, and it's the average death of the. It, of like, it's not all the way in the bottom. Yeah, it's true. a little bit above the bottom. It's a little bit, above and that's the, the average lifespan of of a human, of an adult human in the United States. Yes, United States. And so the theory is that every day you like check off a mark because of, I mean not every day, every week you check off a mark because there goes a week of your life. What have I accomplished in this week? And. I have mixed, I have like mixed feelings. To me, it's like kind of motivating, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of people I know that are, that are like that's very depressing, and that would give me so much anxiety. Yeah, that kind of has an effect on me. I'm and, like, holy shit, bro! Like, I gotta get on this right now. Well, that's why I have it because it reminds you, like, like yo, you're the work isn't gonna get done itself. Like, you're not gonna, right. no, someone isn't gonna write this story for you. Like, you're not, someone isn't gonna direct this film for you. You that's know, right. that's right. And it's like I got to do it. Be somebody. <laughs> yeah. Be somebody. Mm. But anyways, um, how was your week, man? Back at it, bro. Um, had the photo shoot. Released the photo shoot. Been promoting the photo, promoting the collection with the photos that yeah. were taken. Honestly, that photo shoot was like, not to make make it into a joke throughout this episode, but that was hard. It was hard. <laughs> <laughs> It, we're right here insert the photo bah I, bah I appreciate that bah no that, that's bah bah <laughs> I'm inserting on the video for those mm, of you mm, who are listening mm, mm. and yeah no, 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 I, I loved how they came out yeah, I love too. love loved how they came out and just like everybody like having people there and getting them excited about so that photo shoot to me it very much encapsulated just kind of we're talking about having this community of you know, people around us that all of us, like a lot of those people are presumed to be actors, presumed to be in, in the creative fields. Some of them just are just people that we know that are pursuing to be, you know, a hairstylist and that's what they're passionate about. And they're very much right now working towards it, you know, just moving into a salon and all that, you know, it's very much just around people that are doing what they want to do and, there's support in my eyes in that. And it's just so like, it makes me feel good <laughs> seeing mm-hmm. that one picture where all of us are in the stairs. And it's kind of like, yo, yeah, we're like, all this out is the here. group, bro. This is, we're, this we're is all something. out here. You know, we are all out here. Not everyone that in our, in our life, when at least in my life that motivates me is in there, but you know, that's kind of like a good image. I really like well, It's great that we have that many people yeah. anyway. And there are more. Wow. Wow. <laughs> the wow. <laughs> Is every day. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so your week. You... My week was good. Feeling it. Um, trying to keep the momentum going, or at least getting it started. It's hard. 
um sales are not really there but that's okay and okay. just keeping it going i'm a small business very small business getting off the ground uh there's plenty more time to do it i'm not swamped in debt i'm not about to fail at anything so you're healthy i'm healthy enough so i'm gonna keep going i feel that keep it going how about you how was your week you know i don't want to make the, we this has been a long enough episode so i'm gonna kind of go through a lot but honestly this week was crazy for me it was like my first week in this new film that i'm doing and yeah i don't know it's just crazy <laughs> mm-hmm. like it's um to keep it like under wraps for certain reason many reasons um i mean there like this whole idea that we're talking about like imposter syndrome very much i felt to this week where oh yeah i very much am like am i like i'm capable of doing the work and i know how to do a lot of the work and it's like you know i'm going but i'm very much around a lot of these people with so many years of experience and you know big names in in the industry and it's kind of like whoa like should i be here right now like am i and it's very much even more amplified in this film particularly because this is probably the film i've had assistance before but this is the film i've had more than one assistant underneath me and they like come to me for orders you know like i have three assistants like in underneath me that are there to help me or help everything kind of you know move forward and it's very much kind of like people come to me for questions and what do I do? Do I do that? And I'm kind of like, I don't know, like this weird feeling of like, uh, like, like should I be where I am right now? Yeah. Should and, I and, even, do I have any business blasting these people? Right. right exactly. <laughs> and, and I think like, I think you do. I don't know. But... I think you do. You've worked to be where you are. You have this experience. Yeah. But that's kind of the natural course of things. Right. Right. You know, I, I, I do think the main reason I probably feel this way is because it's too much explaining, but <laughs> the hierarchy of, of where I work and, and whatnot, like if I say something because I'm working with these people for the first time and I've never done a film with them, I don't necessarily know their rhythm of, of work and what they like, what they don't like, you know, because there is not really a standard in a sense. And so I'm like learning what they, how they work. And so sometimes I've given like orders. I don't want to say orders. That sounds weird. <laughs> I've given you know, hey, can you do this? This way, can you do this? That way. And then that person above me is like, actually, I want it this way. And it's kind of like they're contradicting what I thought was right. And then puts you in my headspace of next time they come around asking me, is it this or that? I'm like, it's this. But now I'm like double guessing myself. Is it really this? And then it just like snowballs into this whole thing of, ah, you know, like, okay, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm sure by like, a month from now, I'll be fine. Honestly, sure. even like another week, I'll be fine. And and uh, well, it'll be fun to talk about it like in a week from now when we have more time to talk about it. Yeah. And you're like, okay, how did this new week compare to the first week? Right. And we'll go into the, the details that we can go into. Right, right. Sweet. But well, I'm glad you had a good week. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was okay. <laughs> crazy. I'm glad you had a an okay crazy week <laughs> and an eventful week, right? Right. Nice. Anything else? Last did, minute? Did you give your let me put you on thing? Oh, yeah. Let me put you on. <laughs> let me put you on. Um, heard a new song. <laughs> Wait, what? That's about the best that I can put like someone onto right now. Do it. If I'm even putting anyone on at the moment. Because, um, yeah, I mean, I, I just like... I'm not doing anything exactly this. It's like, holy... Like, I need, I need people to know about this right now. <laughs> I haven't dug that deep. Right. So... But it could be anything. It could literally be like, oh, you know what I did the other night? I went on a walk before I went to bed. That was cool. You should do that. You know? It could be anything. Or like, oh, I made uh, this dish for the first time. Oh, gosh. Um, it could be a song, too, though. It, I'm just I'm just saying. I feel like a song is so corny. But it's like, <laughs> it's like the friend, like, no, okay, I mean, I'll, I'll throw a song out there, too, if you're going to throw a song out. Let's see. So... I made a reel for the first time for Liminal's TikTok account. Ooh, that's true. Not a reel, a video. Reels are for Instagram. Yeah. I've got to get it right, all right? So, 
and I used a new song because like I've heard the song before and I think it was, I think it fit the atmosphere. And someone was asking me like, "What song is that?" That song was "Tell 'Em" by Bumpus. Ooh. By Bumpus, I think it's Bumpus. I hope it's Bumpus. <laughs> oh, and also let me put you on one more time. Quick shout out, our friend Ethan Elliot Blue. Ooh. He's having his first live performance in Austin. If you happen to be listening to this, and you're from Austin, Texas, and then uh, more details to come soon. Well, I'll put it on the. Yeah, we'll we'll I'll throw yeah, we'll throw more information yeah. like. But also, he came out with a new single called Motives. Motive. Elliot Blue. And it's a bang. That, that, yeah, that, that means a little bit more to me than Tell Him by Bumpus. <laughs> <laughs> Motive by Elliot Blue. Motive by Elliot Blue. I love how Ethan is just so vulnerable when it comes to his lyrics. And he's like, he doesn't care. He's going to talk about what hurt him and who fucking hurt him. Yeah. <laughs> and within reason, of course, you know. Right. Because we're not trying to step into libel territory that's a little too serious yeah. but anyway but sh- shout out elliot blue because it's, it's a, actually a really good track like i've had it i've been listening back to back and forth back and forth the day it came out this is probably 20 times bro he this sh- whole week i've been listening he showed it to me when it was just like um like a rock cut yeah <laughs> <laughs> he played it yeah he played it for me in his car uh-huh oh gosh that was that was dope that was Damn. dope in fact I don't know. I love both versions, but I kind of, I kind of like the raw cut more. Yeah. I kind of like the raw cut a little more. Not only because like that was you know my privilege to hear it first. Mm-hmm. It was just like it felt uh, something like in the un unmastered, the unfinished audio sound quality. Right. I was just like wow. The, I think it kind of contributed to. To uh, the theme, you know what was going on with the lyrics. Yeah. Elliot Blue, check him out. Check it out. Let me put you on. All right, this is the Be Somebody Podcast, yet another episode. My name is Amadeo. My name is Enrique. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Take care.